Hello and welcome to Tea and Talk with Toya. I'm your host, Latoya Nicole, best-selling author, belief therapist, life coach, and organizer with SOLO Coaching and Consulting. Tune in every Tuesday for Tea and Talk about soul-penetrating topics, challenging mindsets that stagnate us. Because too often our limiting beliefs hinder us from living our lives by design. So if you are ready to unpack and move forward with your desires, stay tuned. You owe it to yourself to become everything you've ever dreamed. Great day, everyone. It is your host of Tea and Talk with Toya, Latoya Nicole. Thank you so much for tuning in on this rainy day here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, Today I'm going to be talking about part four of the Wide Awake series that I entitled Dear Mama. Um, This particular one, I just wanted to address a letter to the mothers who raised their sons to mentally, verbally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically abuse women. Like, do you guys know what you're doing when you're doing this? Or because your mom did it to you, it's normal. It's just a question. And do you guys realize that for everything we sow, we reap? (laughs) For every action, there's a reaction? Like, do we think about that kind of stuff? But I guess not. So yeah, I wrote a letter to the moms. Um, Before the letter, if you read the blog, because I did post a blog yesterday. Um, I just talked a little bit about my feeling of unworthiness while I was dating these types of men. In the beginning, it was amazing. In the beginning. it I mean, they will take you on a high that is so, y'all, it's like if I ever come down, I don't know what. Because they, it's almost like they studied you. They know what you like. They know what to say. You know, they know the dates to plan and take you on. And I really feel like we get so caught up in that, that we miss all of the red flags. Like, I really do. I know me personally, I miss a lot in the beginning. And when I when I reflected on it, because I journal, so I, I go back and reflect, I'm like, man, when he did this, that should have been a sign that he was doing this. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like what I would do. So this is not saying go beat yourself up because we miss things. We miss things in relationships with men. We miss things in relationships um, that we develop with the friends that we have. We miss things in the relationships we develop at work. We miss things. Just We just have to build up an immunity so we won't miss it anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it won't take you being on the edge like I was before you snap out of it. Because these are some hard relationships to be in with narcissistic people. And because they know how to rope you in early 
by the time they they figured out that they roped you in and they got you, then that's when all the games start. Like, in particular, because I'm going to go into more detail about the signs and symptoms on the last episode. I'm going to wrap this up more and more part. But I'll never forget one in particular that I dated was a pathological liar. This dude would sit here and tell me stuff. And I don't, I don't know, I guess they don't remember the lies they tell or something. Because I would look like, bruh, that's not what you said. And then that's when he would start gaslighting me and making me feel like I'm off or I'm not a good listener. Because that's that's how it's gonna turn around. That's how they're gonna that's how they're gonna spin that. You know what you heard, you know what they said. But as soon as you make them realize that's not what you said, then you become the person that doesn't listen. You don't listen to me anyway. So blah, 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 blah. Automatic flip on you. So if there's one thing to look for early, look for that. Because that happens early. They're going to flip it on you. They're never going to take accountability. Ever. Ever. So just kind of look for that. Pay attention to, to certain things that they're doing. You're out on dates. They're constantly on the phone or checking their phone. That's not a good sign either. Because they're out on a date with you. They're supposed to be with you. They're supposed to be enjoying you. But how did I get into that? I wrote a letter to the mothers. <laughs> and some of the things that I say in the letter it may come as a surprise, a shock to some people, because I remember years ago, I started saying on platforms that there are men out there who hate their mothers. They really despise these women. And they're going to, and, and whoever they end up with, they're going to take it out on them because the mother has controlled them and, and made them fear her so much that they wouldn't dare speak up for themselves to her. And then the one time or two times, every other time that they may speak up for themselves, she knows what to say and do to bring them back down to size. I mean, I've seen it happen with one of the guys I dated and his mom. I've seen it. The moment he tried to stick up for himself, I saw her in action. It's almost like she shape-shifted. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. And I remember when I was watching TikTok, and I think I made um, an episode about this, I couldn't believe how many black men hated black women. And yes, I'm using the word hate because if you heard some of the vile stuff they were saying, I was like, there is no way a baby mama did that to you. Because, of course, they always talked about their baby mamas and the baby mama was the reason. That goes deeper than a baby mama. A baby mama ain't hurt you that deep. That's your mama. And I kept trying to tell people that. And and I, I remember I commented it on, one, on somebody's post. And she was like, 
don't, I don't know about him disliking his mama, but he definitely dislikes women. Like it's it's just hard for people to to accept that these men were so broken and bruised by these women that they really don't like them. Like why is it hard for y'all to accept that? They really don't like them, but they're gonna do what they were taught to do. They're gonna provide and protect mama. Mama broke them mentally and emotionally. But she made sure he was strong because he got to protect her. She made sure he knew how to get a job because he got to take care of her. Doesn't it sound like some slave stuff? So if we really want to trace the origin of this foolishness, I'm pretty sure we can find it right on the plantation. Right on the plantation because this is the same way our black men were treated then. They broke them mentally, but they made sure they were strong. This is the same thing a narcissistic mother does to her son. Just hear me out here. (laughs) Follow me here. It's the same stuff. And she continues to tighten the grip of control over him. She continues to do it in every aspect of his life with with the women. He has to bring them home, all of them, home to her. And if you're dating a narcissist, sweetie, don't let mama fool you. She's met several of y'all, probably in the same month. Don't let her fool you. Please. She'll smile and pretend like she likes you and say, when I'm going to have some grandkids and all this stuff. She'll do that because she's doing it to all of (laughs) y'all. That's nothing for her to do. That's nothing for her to do. And of course, she's not going to hold him accountable. She taught him how to do it. Indirectly and directly. Because the way she lived her life taught him a lot too. These these people are so full of voids that there is nothing that will help them. And I think I said in one of the blogs, even with therapy, there is no help. I mean, that's just my opinion because I've seen them and they've been bad. That's just my opinion. Maybe if you talk to someone who admits they have narcissistic personality disorder, who may be going to therapy, trying to have a healthy relationship with someone maybe ask them but for my opinion there is no help for them but yeah so the letter it may say some things um I alluded to I'll never forget a long time ago this celebrity he said his mom taught him how to kiss and I made mention of that when, in the letter, when I asked the question, did you teach him how to kiss? Or were you his first? I said things like this. <laughs> or did you have older women, you know, touching him? I, I said these things because this stuff needs to be said. That's what Soul Conversations is about. That's what it's about in my group. This is what it's about on my I'm I'm sorry, not my podcast, on my blog. 
that is what it's about. Because it's a lot of stuff that people want to say, but don't want to say it. Be free. Use your voice and say what you have to say. You're going to lose some people because it's certain things people can't wrap their head around. But it's okay. It's like you can't wrap your head around the fact that they have mothers out here that want to sleep with their sons. You can't wrap your head around that. But you can wrap your head around a pastor and his wife holding elderly people hostage, stealing their checks. That's believable, but not the mom and son thing. I don't under—I don't get it. I don't get it. And I know I talk about a lot of stuff that people don't want to hear. I talk about a lot of stuff that people are not ready to hear. Because one thing about it, when you make yourself aware of the things that I'm talking about, and you know you've experienced some of this, now you're probably like, oh my God, now I have to deal with this. Because this is exactly what's going on in my relationship. And more than men can be narcissists. Of course, I've said that because now I'm talking about his mom. Not his, not a particular man's mom. I've dated several. I've met all their mothers. They're all the same. Maybe one was worse. (laughs) So um, this is not about a particular one. This is about a collective of ones I had to date before I woke up, which is why the blog is entitled Wide Awake. Because it took me the worst of the worst for me to wake up. He was the best and the worst. Because if it hadn't been for him, I wouldn't have awakened the way I did. But he was the worst because on just on so many levels, he was the worst. He was the absolute worst. And his mother. Out of all the moms. So, y'all have to understand these women do not want anyone to love or take care of their sons. They don't even know how to do that. So if you remotely seem normal, (laughs) they're going to do everything they can to sabotage. If they can't control you, and I'm talking about the moms, then you, you will be discarded by them because they discard you too. It's not just the sons. The moms discard you too. One minute, they'll, they'll call you every now and then to check on you and how you doing and how's my son doing and then before you know it they've completely discarded you and you don't ever hear from them again because something something may have happened and they realize they're not about to control you so they do it too every every step that the narcissist takes so does his mother you guys have to pay attention to that And I I remember saying in the letter, I was like, most of the time men bring the girl home to get the approval. No, I want to go meet your mom so I can approve of her. (laughs) That's just where I am. Because if y'all start with that BS, then I already know this is not a relationship I'm trying to get myself triangulated in. Because narcissists do triangulate you. They triangulate you with their exes, their new supply, and their mothers. They will triangulate you. 
because they don't know how to detach. They don't know how to disconnect. I mean, let me say it like that, because they have no attachments emotionally or mentally to anything or anyone. But let me just say this, they don't know how to disconnect. So every single woman that the narcissist have ever been with, hear me well when I say this, there is still some type of connection unless she has gone on and got married or she cut it off or she blocked him or she changed her number. But when it comes to him, there is no disconnecting. And you will see that because you will see them popping back up if they're not sending him gifts. And you're like, where that come from? Or he not coming home with new shoes or something. And you're like, oh, you've been shopping. And the whole time it's this woman I bought it for him. Or they're just not popping up where you are. You know, stuff like that. They don't disconnect. They don't. They need to feed off of that. Because sometimes if they will go back to the old thing when they're looking for new supply. I'll, I'll give it... Um, I'll give it three to five months before they get new supply. If they didn't, if they didn't start dating you already, dating someone else already, give it three to five months and they'll start dating someone else. And then that's when you'll start seeing different things happening. The lies, you know, Hey, I'm on my way. They don't make it to three hours later because they got to go by the other person's house or they got to call <laughs> the other person you know, normally they talk to you on the way from work, then all of a sudden that changes because now they have to talk to this other woman. And if you guys live together and you notice they would always come home at a certain time and then all of a sudden they come home later, boo-boo, better know he got him some new supply. And the new supply, maybe somebody needs to write a blog to help y'all. If y'all don't never hear from this dude unless he's at work or he out picking up something to eat or some mess like that or he on the way to see his mama, then I need you to understand that you are you are part of the triangulation. You are part of it. I'll never forget being in church and all they talked about was Jezebels and they always referenced a Jezebel to a woman. But no. There are men who operate like this. There are more. I think it's more men who operate operate like that than women. But you never hear anybody coming for the men about their behavior. And now that women are waking up globally, these men are upset because we're waking up and we're not tolerating this crap. So now everybody's just you know, trying to put out there the problems that they have with women, black women especially, and that's why they're going to another race of women. It's crazy. But y'all just be careful out there. I mean, if, if you're living with them, you, you really have to protect yourself because these people stare at you while you're sleeping. And, and you know, we just don't know what kind of word curses that they're speaking. They're very jealous people. They will sabotage you on every end. And their mama taught them that. 
And y'all, let me tell you something. The mothers are the most ignorant women ever. They think they have so much wisdom, but they are ignorant as hell. And I said what I said. If you just listen to the stuff that they say, you you may feel like your IQ dropping the more you listen to them. They are very ignorant people. Because they're, they're and when you think about it, once once the son runs out of the excess knowledge that she poured into him, you'll see how ignorant he is too. You'll see he lacks wisdom too. Because I told y'all in the last episode that they mimic the people they're in a relationship with. So everything that you've spoken about, everything you've exposed them to, they just collect all of that so they can take it to the next relationship to make them seem like they're better than who they are. But once that information runs out, then you'll get to see how, how ignorant they are. So we out here in this dating scene, just limit the amount of information you share. That's all I can tell you. I've um, had a relationship coach before, and my relationship coach, she teaches that, you know, dating is to gather information. It's not to just be sleeping with everybody. That's to gather information. So while gathering information, you withhold as, le- as much as possible. Let them do all the talking. Because sometimes you can, you can hear it quicker when you just go into it without your emotions. Without, oh, I'm going on a date. Oh, my God, he asked me out. No. Going on a date to see what this man is about. And I promise you, the very thing my relationship coach taught me, they tell you exactly who they are on the first date. And this is so true. We just have to listen. If not the first, definitely by the second one. Just let them talk. And when you ask them questions, pay attention to how they answer the questions. The thing that they dance around, ask about that. And just be careful. Because these people operate in complete darkness, and so does their family members. It's not just the moms, it's the whole freaking family. So if, if, if the person you're dating is a narcissist and you know his mother, you determine the mother is, if he has sisters, they are too. If he has brothers, they're, they're probably the same way. So be careful. Be very careful. These men are operating in dark masculine and feminine energy. So be very careful. And um, at the end of the particular blog, I mentioned a few signs and symptoms. I'm going to read them out to you, but next week I'm going to go in more detail. Um, Moving fast in relationships. How many of you have been told I love you after three weeks? I mean, I remember I was sent a song. I think it's by a guy named Major. This is why I love you. And when I got the song, I didn't know how to take it. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. So moving fast in a relationship, um, love bombing, triangulation, future faking. The future faking, that's how they bench you. 
when they know you are a good woman, they will bench you by future faking, by telling you, oh, we're going to get married. I can't wait. I'm saving up the money now. Blah, 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 blah. Um, we're going to have four children or, you know what, next year we're going to buy a house. Just all kinds of stuff, y'all. So just be careful. No accountability. Everything is always somebody else's fault. That is that is a red flag. I mean, and that's one you can detect early. Because like I said, if you listen, they're, they're going to talk about a previous relationship. They can't help themselves. But they're going to say it was her. Pay attention to that. Um, unhealed traumas. The more you listen, the more you will hear the unhealed trauma. I remember one in particular. I started having dreams about his unhealed trauma. So pay attention. If you don't do anything else I say on this thing, on this um, episode, pay attention. They are controlling. They are very controlling. That's why they want to know everything you got going on. They're not asking you this because they care. What you got going on today? What do you do in your business? What do you do at your job? Where do you work? They want to control you. They want to be able to control the narrative. They don't care about what you have going on. These people don't care. They may, they may for like two seconds and then it's gone. If you've ever dated a narcissist, you know this. They'll, they'll show you affection for one second. If you're crying, they'll hug you and then they will push you away. Literally. I'll never forget something happened. And I, um, I was crying about something. And the guy hugged me. And the hug did not last longer than five seconds. And then he took his arms from around me and start, you know, almost like he was pushing me away and I'm like what is what is this dude doing I just stopped crying in the middle of my in the middle of what I was going through because I was paying attention to what he was doing and I'm like what did he just no affection no emotion no nothing they are empty then they have then they gaslight you they're very inconsistent they're gonna be consistent for the first few dates and then by the time they start planning more, hey, something came up. I got to do this, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's because they're probably entertaining new supply and they're probably taking her on dates. And that's when she was available. So now they got to get rid of you by telling you something came up. I remember I went out on a date with a guy. We were supposed to have brunch the next day because he's so-called really enjoyed the date which was I guess now that would be like oh that was quick we're going out again tomorrow but you know looking back I'm like okay there were signs I just missed them but he ended up canceling at the at the last minute and I didn't know why until later on when I met the girl so yeah um they are emotionally unavailable said that they lack remorse and they're very jealous of you and whatever you have going on, they will try to sabotage. They will try to sabotage. Stop telling people too much. We always on Facebook talking about um, moving silence. No, you need to move in silence with these relationships too. In them, I mean. 
because you don't know. This is this is dark feminine energy. They're jealous and will try to sabotage you. Just like how we assume it's only women. No, the men will do it too for you. So stay tuned. Next week, I'll dive deeper into these signs and symptoms and we're going to wrap up wide awake. Thank you so much for your listenership and you guys have an amazing day. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. If there was anything shared that resonated with you, please share on your platforms. I'd greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that follow button to be alerted on all upcoming episodes. Have a wonderful day.